and welcome to What Is It About the Weather? This week's topic is going to be weather and our music and the impact it's had. Now, since we last talked, uh, it's certainly been active in my area weather-wise, and hopefully you've had some enjoyable weather in your area. I know um, as I'm recording this, uh, we've just seen landfall of a very powerful typhoon in Taiwan, and you know, hopefully folks were able to get out of harm's way as best as possible. It did weaken some before landfall, but uh, some of the images of things being tossed around are, are, have just been stunning. And again, I, I've been amazed. I was out filming some severe weather in my area in the past couple of days and saw a helicopter seemingly flying right into the middle of a, of a violent thunderstorm. Uh, and, and all I can say with all this is this goes on. I've been watching reports of winter weather re- returning to um, part of the interior mountain west in the U.S. in the middle of July and all, the, all this freaky stuff. It happens every year. Uh, but it is a reminder, you know, we, we've got all this great technology in this day and age. So um, be safe out there. Don't don't let we got enough crazy stuff going on in the world uh, that we don't need weather being the thing that catches you off guard or by surprise. So heed the warnings, pay attention to the forecast. But of course, always enjoy that weather. And um, I'm going to do a little bit better job, hopefully this week of trying to get the episode reined in a little time-wise. I know the last couple audio epi- episodes have slipped um, beyond the, the goal 30-minute or so uh, time window, so I promise this week that I will do my best to uh, get us back on track of, of closer to that 30 minutes because that's what you know people come to expect a certain time uh, commitment, I guess, when they listen to episodes. So without any further ado, let's let's jump right into the main story. And the topic is weather and music. Now, a couple of months ago, and, and some of you who follow me on Facebook have, have seen this, I, I tend to put questions out there and asking people about um, future topics that, that I'm going to look into. And, and one of those, you know, a few months ago was about movies. And most recently, uh, about two months ago, I put out a, a question and asked people, you know, what was their favorite weather-related song? And, you know, I, I try not to overstate what I'm looking for because I want to get a variety of feedback. And it, and it was interesting that, again, I, I tend to get people that you can tell how they're thinking. You know, some may think, oh, he's asking, you know, specifically some, uh, some story that was told that had weather in it versus others will take and say, oh, you know, this, this one had rain in it and I really liked the song. Or, or it was even in the title. They don't even know the words. They just they liked the song. So I enjoy that variety, and it actually kind of hits home really well with the topic this week. So many of you probably know um, Gordon Lightfoot did a, a, a famous song called The Wreck of the Ed- Edmund Fitzgerald, and it's a very telling story about a, a specific song and a specific weather event. But let's talk a little bit about how so much of the impact in, in music um, from all times, not, not just current music, has touched composers and writers and singers alike in, in how they've presented weather in their in their various uh, songs. So, of course, you kind of have to start with classical music, right? This, this is m- music we've had around for centuries. 
and I'm always amazed, I guess I should say, when I go out there, you know, anytime I start one of these topics, I'll, I'll do a search just like anybody would on the internet, but I do try to do it more with a scientific mind because that's just kind of how mine works and always see if, if articles come up or specifically peer-reviewed articles, you know, that have gone through some sort of analysis or journal, um, just to vet it out and make sure it's hopefully true and, and, and got all the right things in it for, for my mind. And I was truly surprised to see there were peer-reviewed articles um, for today's topic. And the first one was one called Meteorological Phenomenal Phenomena in Western Classical Orchestral Music. Now, as you can tell from the title, the focus very much was on classical music. And, I mean, it even referenced conferences where papers had been presented. Now, it was in German, so I wasn't able to get a copy of it and follow it. But... Um, I was just, again, I was amazed to find that someone had gone through this process. Now, oddly enough, this is like me. You know, this is what people who work in meteorology and atmospheric science do when they need a little break from the sciences. They write articles like this. And it was written in a journal called Weather. What a great name, right? Um, and it's with the Royal Meteorological Society. Now, kind of like you've heard me mention the AMS, this is the, the UK version or the British version of the AMS. And they have a set of journals, and this being one of them. Um, and in this article that, uh, like I said, was written from someone from Oxford and another from Reading University, but but very scientific one was in physics and one was in the Department of Meteorology. So it wasn't the people you would think talking about this. They looked back through historical records um, and cataloged numerous uh, past compositions I guess I should say better than than calling them songs because you know they were all uh, based they were all orchestral based so none of them had you know they weren't even symphonies that include you know that had gone on I, I don't know to become operas or had had any singing component to it so it was just all um, symphonic music sort of thing and their main findings I you know there, there was some interesting thing they found I think one of the neat things in the article, again, as always in the show notes, is some of the instruments that have been created. And you can imagine, so there have been things that have been done for creating wind sounds and lightning slash thunder sounds. Um, and those are kind of obvious references, but they talk about some of the other ways that these composers had gone about to create a, a scene you know, that might reflect a sunrise or, or, or different type of setting. And they, they might do it with the way that the number of instruments that are used or how it was created in, in um, the physical space. So the, the surrounding of where it was played might allow for it to convey um, different things than you could ordinarily do with just a standard symphony. So it was a very interesting piece. And again, it really kind of hits on the sensory aspect, right? So, so much of this stuff, when you're listening to an orchestra play, a classical piece of music, you're creating in your mind. So now, again, sometimes that can be made very obvious with, like I said, these certain percussion instruments that clearly it's trying to represent something. Um, but so often, the, this has to be done through the way the piece is composed. So jumping from that, again, and it was in the same journal, oddly enough, um, a couple years later, I, you know, was it a couple years later? I should see. Yeah, it's been, it was actually in 2015, so about three years later. Um, another piece called Is There a Rhyme of the Rain? An Analysis of Weather and Popular Music. Now, 
Again, this one, <laughs> and sometimes science always amazes me. They used a catalog of karaoke songs. And I can imagine that was an easy way to, <laughs> to get this information. So I may not have gone about it with that approach. Um, but again, it was it, what was interesting is it was the same one of the same authors. I don't know both of them. Um, a Karen Applin, um, if if the other author from the first article was part of this one, um, yeah. So so both of the same author, authors along with more. But again, most of these people, this was all um, kind of scientifically oriented people that just found the topic interesting, right? So they built upon clearly on, on their first thing, and they they did a take with more modern songs where you're able to sing about a topic, right? And, you know, really the article focuses on looking at the, was the song a topic? Was it trying to convey a feeling? And there are, in many cases, the this kind of specific event, it's hard to trace back. And, and they were able to find some interviews with, let, let's say, the Beatles um, or other famous artists where they could say, hey, that song was inspired by a specific event, but it may not have been just to convey about that one event. So most of the time, even when a single event was used or, or was the frame of reference, more often what the artist is trying to convey is how they made it, how that event made them feel. Okay. Um, how did the sunshine make them feel? How did the rain make them feel? And, you know, in, in looking at some other articles, just, you know, in, in popular press um, and some things I saw written as I was investigating this, you know, one of the common themes with all this stuff was, um, you know, it, it's, it's trying to convey an emotion. And, and again, it can be how it made the artist feel. Um, and, and again, that can be feeling good, but also how weather sometimes provides this um, cleansing mechanism or changing mechanism to a current state. So maybe it's the rain washing away problems. Um, or maybe, like I said, it's, it's the sunshine making it seem not only how it made you feel that day, but that the sun came up and everything's going to be okay. So rain or, or sun or whatever that may have been harder to show in classical music, especially rain. I've always, I, I was amazed that they were able to find pieces that even try to communicate sun, for instance. That's easier to do when you're able to speak to it and you can convey how you feel. Another, another interesting side note in all this was songs with weather elements tend to follow extreme events. So when you go through a period with more I, I don't weather related stories, whether those are tropical cyclones or maybe blizzards or you know heat waves, but they even talk about how um, changing you know climate around people impacts them and, and why you might see more songs come out of an area like the UK or like the US where you see these kind of changing conditions that drive a very drastic um, mood response. And I even saw an article written by somebody who went, and they were a heavy metal fan, and they were in the city, and it was kind of, it reflected the constant grind, but when they moved to a place where they experienced the weather and the outdoors, all of a sudden their mood mellowed, and the, t the type of music they enjoyed changed. Um, so it's a very interesting take about how, you know, not only might it be a specific event where they traveled somewhere and it stood out but as an artist, but just the change in environment. So let's say someone moves from, you know, 
a cold area to a warm area, it may actually impact the type of music they write, and they may reference that in their music. So it's kind of it's it's been an interesting um, evolution for for artists and how they use weather events. But again, I, you know, even this article about the the more modern uh, use of it tend to suggest um, that it, it was. More inspirational a lot of times, and it it was more about conveying a feeling, okay, or, or how it made you feel, and, and, and that's very logical, right? Um, modern artists are trying to get you emotionally involved in their song. Yeah, sometimes it's with quirky lyrics or things that get you singing it, but a lot of times um, they're trying to draw you in with an emotion or tell and in telling the story. It's not so much about the specific story as it as much it is telling. A reference event or trying to help or relate to you in some way and maybe it's even using weather um, in in how um, that artist perceives that they may be able to connect to you in, in similar types of conditions or something you experienced that they also experienced and again the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald doesn't do that I mean it's telling a very specific story but if they're telling about you know a, a big event that happened that impacted millions of people um, they may you may relate to it because you experience those same things and you draw in it or, or connected to that artist accordingly. So again, there are some reference articles to draw into and, and I will put um, some show notes in uh, so that you can go and see these two articles but but it, it, they're interesting reads and like I said I um, I found it interesting that it was, nerdy weather people doing this research and not um, people from uh, the arts, as it were. Or if there are those articles, I didn't find them. Maybe it, maybe my weather nerdy search uh, limited my ability to, to come across articles. So if you know of any, feel free to send them my way. So this, like I said, I, I had put this Facebook question out there um, to a couple groups, like, you know, one one kind of closer to me and one more weather-related and got a lot of overlapping uh, responses. But I was stunned. I mean, again, it, you know, I don't, as with any time you put something out there, you don't, lots of people don't respond. Um, <laughs> one of my Facebook, one of those things on Facebook always drives me nuts is you put a question out there and people hit the like button but never give you an answer. I, I don't I don't follow that mentality. I mean I understand maybe you're just saying hey I read it and I don't have anything to say. But I always get that was that's always one of those things, especially when people ask very specific questions. Yeah, I'm getting a little off topic here, but I had one yesterday where someone was asking a group of weather people, um, you know, do people know about jobs and this and that and other or have any recommendations? And there are a lot of likes, and I'm like, well, what are you supposed to do with that information? So. Um, any case, I, I guess it's good to know people are reading it. So may, maybe that's what that's trying to convey. But like I said, I got you know a variety of responses, and I was able to go into YouTube and again I'll I'll put a link in the show notes um, where you can go in and actually there were videos of them. There were f some that were hard to find, but even some of the old songs I was able to put together, and and I was again I was amazed that um, you know it, songs from singing in the rain or or things you know that, that were older to you know modern and, and I always think of country songs um, David Allen Coe has written a famous song called you um, you never even called me by my name but the the premise of the song is all these themes that show up in country music and 
um, you know, he, he, he's doing some of that um, in the rain, right? And, and so, you know, you think of rain as being a common thing in, in weather so- or in country music songs, this weather theme in there. And it is. And I got a lot of those responses as well. But, you know, it's even in, in popular music. And, I, and like I said, I was even, even the more current stuff, I was surprised by the number um, that, that came up. And, you know, you can even think about things like U2's Beautiful Day uh, being a more recent song. Um, but bands like, you know, Garbage or, or even more modern country artists like Trisha Yearwood. But then you have the classics like John Denver, Sunshine on My Shoulders, and again, um, so it, it ran the gamut, and I was I was surprised by um, both the old and the new, I guess that that came to mind. Uh, um, and I hope all of you who get who you know are listening will send me your likes, and I'll if I can find a video, I'll add them. And again, you can go to the YouTube page, and it, again, it's something you can put on in the background, and you might be interested to hear what other people like. Um, and the interesting thing is with all this, so none of these videos are mine. These are, are videos, I, and I tried to get all the official videos I could, so it will stream them from the appropriate sources. I don't want to get into any uh, copyright issues, but, you know, whether you want to sing California Dreamin' um, by the Mamas and the Papas or uh, get something more current by Guns N' Roses, it, it'll hit just about everything. And... So you've got that part of music, and one thing no one mentioned, but that's always been a big thing to me, is you may not call it necessarily modern music, but you know these I don't know relaxing CDs, but it is it's music, and, and it's of um, it might be of you know sunrise at a stream, and again they're trying to convey a mood or get you into a frame of reference or you know a, a tropical uh, rainstorm or something, and. I didn't get that, but, you know, I, I should put, I, I bought a piece of software years ago. This was back before there were iPhones and apps that do all this stuff now. And there are quite a few apps that do this stuff. Um, and that is the software that I actually used to create the introductory um, thunder sound initially. I've got some new ones that, that are my own recordings that I'm going to replace with it soon, probably. But I've, I've used that because I use it as background. It allows me... Um, when I'm at work or, or doing something where I need to focus, I find weather or weather activity to kind of encapsulate me and allow me to escape into a world um, that's very focused on myself and allowing me to do the things that I need to concentrate on. So I, I guess for a lot of people, classical music might do that, but taking the human voice out of it so that I'm not distracted, but not so quiet where I am distracted because that drives me equally as nuts. So... Um, again, in this, in this day and age, there's, there's, I I don't know, I've seen some things for like coffee shop where you can, uh, there's a couple of, of well-known apps and they're both apps and you can do it on a web, the web as well, where it allows you to go and be like in the rumble of a coffee shop. No one's specifically talking to you, but I find weather kind of, um, background noises achieve that same goal. It, It lets your body know that the world's still going on around it, but not such to a level that it's distracting. So something to check out. Um, I'm not going to put links to any specific ones in the show notes because I don't want to endorse any specific product because I've seen a variety of them. But if you have a favorite, let me know. uh, And I can certainly post it or send that out via um, 
Twitter or Facebook if you have recommendations, and I'd be glad to do that. But again, another thing I'll put on there is there was a forum that was written on the topic um, through a company called AccuWeather, and they someone had put together like the top 100. Um, some of the songs eh, weren't really in my list of, of things, but I'll also put that um, in the show notes so that you could enjoy it. But again, it's it's interesting, and I don't want to do any fair use problems here in giving you little snippets of, of songs. Um, isn't really going to achieve anything, but you can just fathom, you know, all these songs. Like I said, go to the YouTube page and enjoy, you know, just one or two. I know what started it all in my mind, and my favorite one going back has to be one. And I get get to these things, and I think a lot of these things are they. We have a certain time in our life when these things really hit us. Is a song by ELO called um, "Mr. Blue Sky," and it it's all about this you know quest for the perfect blue sky day, right? Um, but it was just a song that always caught me from when I was young, and so that's one that you know many people may not know, but that that was right at the top of my list. So again, it'll be in the YouTube, and you can go and listen to it. So. Take the time to go check out some of these things and maybe add them. If, like I said, if you're on YouTube, you can add them um, to your subscribe or something along those lines. Or just listen to them one time. You, you might you know, take part of a day and just put it on in the background while you're doing something else. Um, so there's our first look at, at music and weather. We, we may dig into one or two of these songs a little deeper, um, you know, especially with doing the history thing like the Edmund Fitzgerald thing, uh, since there was a song about it where it touches... Um, multiple aspects of our lives in a future episode. So enjoy. It, it's summertime here in the Northern Hemisphere, and even though it's winter in the Southern Hemisphere and, well, the same old season in the tropics, um, there's an opportunity to, I don't know, fill your mind with weather a little more, a little more part of your day uh, and enjoy not just me babbling on about weather-related topics. So interesting tidbit of the week as we wrap up talking about music. It has nothing to do with music, but I did hear heat lightning. Well, I guess it does mentioned in the song and you know what? There is no such thing. And you go on and you hear about the myth an old wives tale. And you know what? That phrase drives me nuts. What are old wives and why do they have tails? I, you know, just whatever. Um, but heat lightning is perceived to have been lightning that was generated from heat versus traditional thunderstorms. And where it comes about is you will see these kind of flashes in the distance sometimes and never hear thunder. And there's a variety of scientific reasons for that. Um, just with curve of earth and other things where the sound may not reach you, but it's the same old lightning. It just happens to be far away. And you're usually just seeing the very uh, top end of the storm that you can still catch on your horizon. So don't fall for it. Um, enjoy it, but don't fall for heat lightning. Now, uh, future topics, um, I'm, I'm leaving open, as, you, as I've mentioned in the last video, I'm kind of trying to do some summer-related topics, and I'm still deciding which ones are best. I, I know the video next week I'm going to focus on food, um, but the next couple episodes after that are still kind of TBD. I'm not short on topics per se, but I don't know if you have a summer-related one or you think that's more summer-related. Uh, don't hesitate to pass it along, even if it's something that you've mentioned before. So let's wrap it up from here. I think I'm doing pretty good at keeping things within within the time perspective today and just um, say that, as always, um, the topics covered today, some of the things 
um, even the hurricane, there was some um, impressive uh, uh, satellite footage of this this just strikingly powerful storm um, that I'll put a link into in, in the articles I mentioned and even that list uh, in the form of songs. So check out the show notes as always. Now, just as you, you will see those, um, and I've had this question, you, you'll, you might see them on your iTunes feed or whatever, but those places don't always allow the links to get through. So you'll see a list of them and you're going, well, this doesn't do me any good. However, if you go to the website, every one of those uh, line items will actually have a link to where it goes. And some services allow the link throughs, but like I said, a lot of them don't. So you may need to go to the website if you're wondering, he mentions these things in show notes, but what is that? Well, the easiest way to find it's on the website. Just look for the episode and they'll be there. Um, I, again, I, I've just been thrilled with uh, your guys' uh, feedback and support through all this process. And the, we continue to reach a broader audience. I know I did a map uh, burst a couple weeks ago, and um, we we eliminated half those states that were still outstanding. We haven't gotten them all here in the U.S. And we added a few more countries like uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. I, I know I'm saying that wrong, aren't I? And, and Slovenia and Europe. Um, I'm always uh, amazed at some of the places that I never think are going to show up on the listener list that do. And um, I apologize if I'm butchering names because um, my enunciation and pronunciation is not always on par with where it should be. Uh, but any case, thank you all of you for the continued um, shout outs, the tweets, the, the emails, the sharing you've done uh, with others. Cause again, that that's where, um, you know, the, how we're going to grow the audience right now, as I've said, I, the, the focus has not been for me to do some sort of advertising blitz or anything like that, because it kind of defeats the purpose of what we're doing. Uh, you know, I, I really want people that are interested in the topics and what we're talking about. So um, I did have someone go, well, someone told me about it and they said, you talk about the weather. Well, as you can see, that's really not what I do. They were shocked at what I was talking about because they were like, I didn't listen because of that. And then they find out what it's about. And then all of a sudden, that, that same person was sitting there. It was at a meal I was having with them. Sat there and gave me, um, well, you should do this. And you should talk about that. So it is. You, you'll always be surprised that people have all these, their own connections to weather. I have mine, right? And you have yours. And you'll always be surprised at what other people think about in connection to weather in their life. So let's continue this journey together. Um, as always, go to the website, whatisitabouttheweather.com, for all the, the latest updates. As I mentioned, there's a, a new contact form that should make it easier to get hold of us there. Um, all the ways to follow us, the, the other social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that sort of thing. And, and for some of you who do follow me and know, I do post a lot of um, weather-related photos. So if you like that kind of stuff, uh, feel free, free to follow me there. The YouTube channel is there. Again, the song list from this episode will be there. Uh, and occasionally I'll put videos that are kind of not related to the show itself um, or too short for a full episode on there as well so that it's available to you. And, uh, of course, all the video episodes are there. But, as you know, in summary, RSVP, rate, share, validate, and pledge, any of those ways that you can go about helping support what we're doing, great. So until next time, may you have... Good, exciting, but 
stay safe weather out there. Um, that's your choice to stay safe while you're enjoying the weather. So do it. Okay. I don't, I don't want to hear any bad news about any of my listeners. So, um, enjoy your summer. If it's your summer, enjoy your winter. Actually, I wish it was in the winter with as hot as we've been, uh, whatever your weather is, just, you know, take the time to enjoy it. Listen to some of these songs and get reminded by what it is about the weather that, that makes us feel hopefully good or invigorated or alive. Until next time, take care. This is a two-word super production.